What up, everybody? We're back for another episode of Hashtag Ask TV. Thanks for tuning in, guys, or thanks for listening to the podcast listeners. We're on episode number, what? 24. 24. We're rolling yeah. along here. Questions are flowing in. So we're going to keep the show going. It's been 24 going. weeks now. You guys have been bringing us your questions. Without your questions, we would have no content for the show. Yeah. So it's awesome that you guys keep on coming up with original and interesting questions every week. Yeah, and there is a little bit of a backlog, guys. So just be patient. When you ask your question, you know, if we find it, if you use the right hashtag, it's hashtag AskLivelyTV. I see a lot of people not using the right hashtag. So make sure you use that hashtag and use it on Twitter is one of the best ways to get to us or you can put it on Instagram, Facebook, or what's the other one? Snapchat. Twitter, did you say? I yeah, said Twitter, Twitter was the original one. Um, also, we only do like 10 questions per episode, so that's why we can't get to them all like, you know, on the, the same week that they're asked. So thanks for your yes. patience. If we don't answer your question right away, you'll know why. It's because we're saving it for later. Yep. All right, so let's jump into the show. So let me ask... The show. Let, let me ask you the first question. All right. Let me pull it up here. Bring it to me. All right. Hit me with it. All right, okay, here we go. So we don't know the questions before we just pull them up on our phone. Caro sends them to us. The first one is from Chris Bravo on Twitter. He says, do you have any tips to get rid of excessive sweating? Yeah, I think this is totally more of a dude question than a girl <laughs> question because like, I don't sweat that much at the gym and I know my female clients don't sweat that much. There's like some... We sweat, but not like puddle sweat. Like guys sweat all over the place. Yeah, I guess, I mean, to be... Yeah, to keep it real, guys definitely sweat. But there are some females that sweat yeah, some. a lot. I'm not saying none do, but I just think in general it's more of a dude thing, so I think you should answer. Yeah, I mean, there's no magical cure for sweating that I'm aware of. All no. I know is, um, you know, keep the temperature cool. Yeah, like turn the air conditioning on or, you know, if you're at the gym, most gyms are kept at, what, 68 or 70 degrees yeah. anyway. They keep it more on the cool side to help you not sweat so much because if you're working out like outdoors, that's when I notice I sweat bullets if yeah. I'm outdoors and it's summertime and it's hot. So try to work out indoors in an air conditioned facility. Um, Just wear also less clothes. fabric, yeah, the, there are different types of fabric that can help you sweat less, like polyester tends to make you sweat more, I think. Yeah. Even though like a lot of sweat wicking athletic wear has polyester in it, I feel like it does the opposite. Don't yeah, you think? A lot of Sometimes times the sweat wicking clothes don't work as well as just plain cotton. Yeah. So just experiment with different type of fabrics, see what works better for you. But you just have to kind of reverse the way you're thinking of it. Like if you're in the gym and you're sweating, like that's the badge of honor. That's the way <laughs> I look at it. It's good for you. Where if you're like at a business meeting or whatever and you're sweating, it can be embarrassing, of course. And there are, there are like um, armpit uh, things that you can get like it's like a maxi pad like a max your... yeah exactly there's <laughs> yeah. a maxi pad so if you google something like that there's something that it'll help keep the sweat from your dress shirt if you're wearing it to work not for use at the gym but for use in yeah professional but sorry situations. we don't sorry we don't have like any silver bullet answers for you but it just is what it is i don't is. think there's anything diet related that um that has to do with sweating is there well, do you guys know spicy anything? food maybe yeah spicy one. food will make you sweat more that's the but, only thing i can think of all right, so let's go on to James Spence from Twitter. Says, how do you guys feel? Uh, YouTube. Oh, James Spence on YouTube. Says, how do you guys feel about using organic grass-fed butter or heavy whipping cream as a healthy fat, like in morning coffee or other cooking? Yeah, honestly, um, if it's a grass-fed grass butter, butter. And heavy cream. Yeah, it's go at it. As long as you don't have a lactose intolerance or you, you can uh, eat dairy and not get too 
bloated or too congested or too nasally, then by all means, go at it. But I still use coconut oil. I prefer that. I would consider butter to be, I don't know, not like the healthiest fat, but I think it's a healthy fat, don't you think? If it's grass-fed butter, there's good CLA in there, so it's good healthy fats. Um, but like I like said... All the natural types of fats we do consider healthy fat. It's the unnatural, like genetically modified Man-made. trans fat yeah. type of stuff that we consider bad fats. Like margarine. Yes, margarine or even is lard actually natural? No, I think I'm lard not is sure natural. About lard. But like I don't... Crisco that you cook bake with, I never use that, yeah. but I don't know. I, sti- <laughs> I don't like, even know what's in it. Like I said, we stick to coconut oil, avocado oil. Um, but grass-fed butter, if you can take it and you has no negative effects on you, by all means, do I would it up. keep both of those as an occasional use type thing rather than every day. Like, I don't think that either of those need to be in your everyday Either diet. of what? Heavy cream or butter. Oh, right. I wouldn't use them every day, but occasionally, why not? If I, I would use it every day if I didn't have coconut oil. Mm. So that's what I'll say. But okay. We we don't always agree, disagree. We don't always agree. But um, yes. if there was no such thing as coconut oil, and I had the ability to take butter and be cool with it, like feel good on it, then yeah. I would do it. I think sometimes it makes food kind of have a good greasy taste. Don't it you it think? could, yeah. Like butter's delicious. Don't get me wrong in food, but I wouldn't want to cook everything in it. Yeah. Okay. Next question uh, from Snapchat from Dex to Real says, "When was the last time you were sick?" Oh man. Hmm. You never get sick. I know. I was going to say, for me, I, it's been years, like actual years since the last time I've been sick. For you, it's been within the last six months. No. No, actually, you were never sick during my pregnancy. No. So it's been at least a year. It's... Right? It's been a long time. Like, for me, it's maybe been like three years. Yeah, I don't remember. I think remember. I was sick one time in New York, right? Like, I don't know. I don't ever remember I you don't being know. sick. And, you know, yeah, the last time I was, I think it was only like two days, too. I haven't had like a real sickness. Since, like, honestly, I like since remember. I started getting very, um, not aggressive, but like very... Mm-hmm. Um, consistent with taking your greens powder like that I always tell you guys <laughs> aggressively <laughs> aggressively taking those greens um, it really has I, like I said I can't remember the last time I was sick so like I'll put that link down below to greens powder that I use and it's been like um, it's really helped with the immune system I think diet has a lot to do with it Absolutely. because for me in the last three years that's what's really changed more I think um, you know I've just been really consistently eating vegetables and proteins and healthy fats like I think before I was eating somewhat like healthy, but a lot more like processed box type foods. I would live on like protein bars and shakes yeah. and stuff. And and now just in the last like three years, like I said, I've just eaten more like whole healthy, like real foods, you know, instead of like packaged foods. And I think that's made a big difference. So yeah, that's a good question. I wish I knew the exact date of my last sickness, yeah. but I don't remember, which I guess is a good thing. Okay, so Hulk Smash on Snapchat, does just still make you wash your feet before bed. <laughs> Did I ever do that? Right, I'm sure there's been a couple of times. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. I think, well, he probably would have seen it on a vlog or a That's snap so or something. funny. If I did, it was probably only like two times, right? I think it wasn't no, like, it was never like a thing. Was it's, it? I think, I know that you wash your feet because your feet are cold, so you put them oh, in hot yeah, water. Oh yeah, in the I winter I used to do that. I think maybe you made me do that as well. Oh, maybe. Yeah, more of a warming thing. But I'm trying to think, did we ever like live in a place where the floor was really dirty and I made you? Don't think so. Yeah, I don't know if it was so much washing as it was like warming up the feet. I don't know. Because in the winter, I cannot sleep if my feet are cold and probably yours too. Yeah, I used to do all these tricks with like putting a rice bag in the microwave and then putting it down by the feet and like also soaking my feet in the bathtub. 
Yeah, I did that like every night in the winter. <laughs> this is what I put up with, gentlemen. This is what I put what? up with. Everybody has quirks. Am I not allowed to have that <laughs> I'm one I'm just quirk? kidding, babe. I'm just kidding. Not that bad. <laughs> okay, next question on YouTube from Eric Kaminsky says, what is your opinion on pre-workout supplements? Do you guys take any? Do you have any recommendations? I, the only pre-workout supplement I take, and I've been doing this for years, is a coffee. And I know that's not really like a supplement, but it works as well as one because it has caffeine in it, which is like one of the main ingredients in pre-workouts anyway. So that's what I like to use for pre-workouts. Yeah. Um, I also throw in a pre-workout supplement here and there. I use my pre from my protein. We'll put a link down below. That has about 200 milligrams of caffeine per serving, which is very good. But I don't take that every day um, in days that I don't take it. And I just want the caffeine. I don't want everything else with it. Like I don't want this, the sweetener taste. I'll take a pre-workout or just a caffeine tablet, which is also 200 milligrams. And that's like two and a half cups of coffee, I think is the equivalent to that. So um, we'll put a link down below for that as well. Um, but that's what I take. If you're just going into the, to the gym and you, know, you don't have a big leg workout or you don't have a big back workout or a big chest workout or something, you don't always need a pre-workout because like I said, you're gonna get um, like you'll, used to it. you'll streamline on it. Like it'll be like this in the beginning mm -hmm. and then your body will acclimate to it and then you it's just the down tolerance. here. So kind of cycle on and off it. And, um, just I say use it occasionally, you know. I don't think it's something you need daily. But if you're the type of person who has a really hard time getting motivated, yeah. then it could help you. So exactly. I recommend it to clients sometimes, like if they're having a hard time just getting up and off the couch. But I really think, in all honesty, the best thing you can do for yourself is force yourself naturally to be motivated, you know, and think about your reason why, like we always talk about, you know. And so if you're finding like you just don't have the motivation to go to the gym, it's more of an emotional thing than, you know, you don't need a supplement to fix that. You yes. just gotta find your motivation deep inside. Yeah, what I say is like even if it's an energy drink like a rock star that you go that you get at the at this grocery store or something, it's better to take a rock star like one time and get your workout in than just to skip your workout in because you're too tired. But that's not to say you should right. take a rock star every single day. Yes. Okay, next question. <laughs> I love that question we had that one time about how many yeah. energy drinks <laughs> per day is too much and we were like, whoa uh, one like, a day is too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this one is from A. Martin on Snapchat. If you're plateauing besides your workouts, can variety or no variety in the paleo living lifestyle affect your results or be the reason you're plateauing? Yeah, so if I understand your question correctly, plateauing. Variety in your diet. Yeah, so you can. like, So if you are going low carb for a really long time and you're not doing any cheat meals or anything, then throwing in variety like a pizza or ice cream or whatever floats your boat. Um, it can help, you know, spike up your leptin hormones. It can help re-energize your body if you feel like you need it. That's why we always throw in like a weekly cheat meal. I think he's also saying, can variety also be the reason for your plateau? Can variety or no variety oh. affect your results? So I think like no variety would affect your results more than variety. Variety is difficult like, yeah, because... That is difficult. <laughs> Like what type of variety do you mean, you know? Well, variety is difficult because if you try to do, if you try to always change up, not only your diet, but your workouts, you're really not putting your, you're really not giving, like, it's not, how, what am I trying to say here? You're not allowing a time for adaptation. Yes. Is, I think what you mean, right? Yes. Adaptation like, is results. Exactly. So we're probably confusing your question because I don't really <laughs> quite understand it that well. So if we didn't answer it, just ask it again. 
but um, hopefully we did answer I do. It. I think that um, people get confused a lot of times thinking that variety means that you're changing things up drastically every day, you know? And when we talk about variety or switching things up or busting through a plateau, we're talking about if you've tried a plan for four to six weeks or maybe even up to eight weeks, and then you stop getting results, then you change your program. But yeah. you have to give yourself at least one, I'd say one month is like the minimum to try a plan and be able to decide, does it work for me or does it not work for me? Yeah. And this goes for diet and workouts. So if you're changing up too many variables at once, yeah. like say one day you take a pre-workout and you do a hit workout and then you eat like, you know, a certain way. And then the next day you do all those factors completely different. You're not going to be able to tell which one worked better for you. Yeah. You answered it perfectly. That's so, exactly what I was trying to say. And I yeah. got all gobbledygooked. <laughs> so variety is good, but not too frequently. Yeah. Okay, next question from Apex Forever on Snapchat says, after a workout, do I do complex or simple carbs? I keep reading online and everyone says something different. And is fruit not going to replenish muscle glycogen, only liver? Okay, so let's just answer your first couple questions here. A lot of questions. Okay, so does... After oh, a workout... Complex or simple? Yeah. Complex or simple. I think post-workout is your best time to have your simple carbs. Of course, you want to be having complex carbs more throughout the day because um, that's what we call like slow burning energy yeah but after your workout is the time when you're depleted so you need to like instantly replenish so that's your best time to go for the simple yeah and you say is fruit not going to replenish muscle muscle glycogen muscle. <laughs> so yes no fruit fruit is the with the fructose that's going to replenish liver glycogen not necessarily muscle glycogen so that's why we say in a post-workout shake you should have some sort of uh, sugar in there that's going to replenish muscle glycogen like i like to put maple, maple syrup, syrup honey okay. yeah. those sort of things um, you say are carbs in your dinner nutritionally necessary so in dinner specifically no it doesn't have to be in dinner okay. but i do say carbs in your daily diet are necessary and you say people add a little bit of sweet potato or quinoa is that is that because they like them <laughs> okay, I'm a little bit confused with the question. <laughs> yes, um, we're not, like we're not, yeah, we're not making fun of you, but no. it's just it's not very clear what you're asking here. So we answered quite a few of your questions, so let's just keep moving on. I, okay, but you want to know, like, should you keep your carbs as low as possible? It depends. I think, you know, what would be the best for you is probably to either get a customized meal plan or follow one of the meal plans, like, from our programs, and then you know, see how your body responds to a low carb plan for a while and then start, you know, uh, adjusting your macros and see what works best for you. Yeah. And I think that's what you're Let asking. me just throw this out there, guys. When you're asking questions, just ask us like one question or two questions in your, in your uh, questions that you ask because it, it gets too long. It gets confusing. So do us a favor and just kind of keep it. Tell us what you need to know and keep it as concise as possible with giving us enough info. Okay, next question. All right. Profit... Prop hit three on Snapchat says, what are your thoughts on carb cycling and refeed days? I'm currently trying the six day low carb, one day high carb. Any thoughts or suggestions? I'm at 10% body fat aiming for seven. Or yeah. Five. So uh, that's a perfect example of a good question. <laughs> I know. I, I think this is a guy because that would be extremely low body fat for a female. So I think that's a good goal for a guy. So you're at 10%. You're already very lean, which is good. You want to get down another 2%, which is going to be difficult because like mm -hmm. you're already lean. Your body's going to want to hold on to that extra body fat. So you're going to have to dial it in, which it sounds like you're doing. Six day low carb, one day high carb. I like it. 
Yeah, our thoughts on that, we definitely do recommend it in some of our plans. Like, um, for example, in Team Levine, if you're a member, you have that 14-day rapid shred as the free gift for joining. You can see in that plan, there's actually a carb cycle. And um, so, yeah, it's some, the majority is low-carb days, and then you have your refeed days, and that's how it works. It works really well for short-term. That's why we have it in our 14-day yeah. plan. I wouldn't recommend doing that for longer than, like, two weeks. Yeah, and it really depends on when you say six days low-carb like that's subject like what does low carb mean mm -hmm. like you gotta like to be a little more specific we need to know more information but if low carb means whatever like so the percentage i think in general in my opinion low carb is anything under 150 grams a day yeah but it depends that's on their body think, size it, yeah, it depends, depends, on, depends on so many different things but that's just like a general roundabout yeah so anyway, it sounds like you're on the right track with that. Keep that up and let us know how it goes over the next like four to six weeks to get and see if we can get you down to that 78% body fat. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this one Actually, yeah, I'm sweater? asking you this one oh, here. Okay. This one is uh, Facebook from Kathy Figueroa says, is it true coconut oil is a natural laxative that it helps get things going, as in going to the bathroom more frequently and better bowel movements. Coconut oil is a part of my diet, but I want to experiment using it in my morning coffee and test it out that way. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about pooing. Yes. All right, so I do, I do think it actually oh, it is. is yeah. I mean, I know you and I are both excellent in that department <laughs> wow. so not trying to brag but we're good at <laughs> we're it. bragging that our poops are our poops are on point yes they're healthy and they come out easily <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you guys are having trouble in that department i know this is like a weird topic to talk about nobody really wants to talk about the number twos but i do actually get a lot of snap questions about yeah. this do you get questions about this not as much as you do i get questions about pooping and farting like all the time because yeah <laughs> guys are just good at that <laughs> i thought guys talked about farting and stuff no oh yeah but it's yeah, not a problem it's like something to be like man i had the best fart last night or i had the <laughs> best poop it's not like i can't get it up Girls talk about it. <laughs> okay. I just have to let you guys know that, yes, like if you guys are eating the way we're eating, like a lot of fiber and yeah. like healthy fats like coconut oil, you are going to have no problems in that department. Yeah. So I definitely think, I don't know, I wouldn't call it like a laxative, but oh, I it do is. think it helps. No, it is. I, she really? said a natural laxative. But it doesn't like make you have the, the run. No, it's no. not the run. It's not the run. No, but the reason that coconut oil is considered a natural laxative is because of the type of fat that's in it. So it's the... Yeah. medium chain triglycerides which just acts as that nature's laxative so that's but why naturally like helping you out it doesn't force it out no it the, doesn't that's the point i want to make i don't want anyone listening to this to be like afraid yeah to start eating it because you think it's just gonna like non-stop it's like you know you have this like four hour lecture <laughs> class or something like i can't take going because i need to go poop yeah no i recommend it for everyone daily because it's yeah. going to get you on the right track not too too uh, much i love talking about poo thank you for that question <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shy, you guys. We'll talk about anything. All right, Dex to Real on Snapchat. How do you cook your steak? Oh, nice short question yes. to the point. Um, grill it most yeah. of the time. You can't beat a grilled yeah, steak. Yeah, I'd say we always. And when grill I say it. grill it, like on the actual barbecue, because like trying to grill a steak, like on the top of the stove in a frying pan, is just never. That, that's not even grilling. That's like <clears throat> well, frying. It is because you can buy a pan that has like the grill on it oh, below. Oh, the grill marks. But or use the George <clears throat> Foreman or something. Yeah. If just, you have to. That's what I would have done in my college days. Just make sure that, you know, you're cleaning your grill after, on like your barbecue grill afterwards, getting 
rid of the you know the the, the charcoalish type stuff off. Yeah, of there. don't let it burn. You gotta watch it. Yeah, so just. Uh, I like my steak medium. I like mine medium as well. That's how we usually it's, like to cook it. So it's a little pink in the middle. Depending on the thickness of the steak, like four or five minutes on each side. Mm -hmm. and we spice the, it with like salt, pepper, maybe some steak seasoning. Yeah, set your timer and it's boom. It's delicious. So good. We have recipes for steak in Team Loveline, by the way. That one with espresso is bomb. Yes. Oh, oh the Romesco sauce one. Yes, so go check those two ones out. The Romesco sauce and the espresso one. So it's freaking like good. espresso rub. And that's the show, guys. Thank you oh, for the we questions. Did we did uh, 10 questions like we always do. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure you give us the big thumbs up down below. And if you are listening on the podcast, we want to give you guys a big shout out because we want to grow the podcast side of this as well. And, um, you know, we love listening to podcasts when we're working out, when we're taking our dog for a walk, wherever we're going. We want you guys learning on the road. So you can go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to SoundCloud, go download the podcast to your phone and listen while you're doing your work. If you have the iPhone, it's iTunes. And if you have like Android or other types of phones, it's Stitcher. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Anything oh, final? We got to ask the question. Oh, let's ask a question. Question of the day. What do you got? Um, have you, what kind of digestive changes have you guys noticed when experimenting your diet? Let us know down in the questions below. What do you mean by that? Like if you incorporated more vegetables, did that help? If you had, you know, like what things have helped you be more regular what, or yeah. more comfortable digestively? What foods get the flow going? Mine <laughs> is water. Oh yeah, water is not a food, but it, yeah. No, but of, yeah. like I have three glasses of water, like three big glasses of water before anything first thing in the morning, and it just like. Ooh. This question's for the people. Okay, well, well I'm just giving you my. I'm just giving you my two cents. We love you guys and keep living lean. Living lean. Bye.